Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers, the HR lady. Welcome back. We are here today talking about creating a consent culture. So, JC, how you doing up there in uh, soon-to-be snowy New York? Oh, I'm I'm freezing. I wish you would have gotten my consent to ask me about how I feel first, though. Let me tell you, <laughs> I am so cold, Wendy. It's traumatic. I can't even lie. Yeah, I can see that. You look like you're shivering. I know our viewers could only Damn. hear us. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm down in in, uh, not so sunny Florida and um, uh, on our terms, we are freezing as well. And I know nobody here that is listening feels sorry for me. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, your uh, your 60 degrees right now feels and and sounds really good to me. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I bet it does. I'm sorry. (laughs) Come move here. Come move here. Everybody else is. (laughs) I, I might have to find a different job. I don't know. Podcaster pays well, but not the amount I need. We got to figure this out. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to get some consent going on that. Hey, talking about (laughs) consent uh, for our listeners, we have a very special guest, Erica Scott, CEO and founder at Creating Consent Culture. Hey, Erica. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. I am so interested to hear about your business. And, you know, I just want to just dive right in because most of our listeners are HR people or they have HR-ish, you know, roles or many roles and HR is one of them. And so it's a pretty hot topic these days is the uh, you know, consent, just the word about consent. And so tell me a little bit about, you know, your company and how the heck you how did it get started? Well, (laughs) um, it started with me learning skills to have better interactions after I'm a survivor of child sexual abuse, and that totally messed up my boundaries. And I had really bad boundaries and a really hard time with that for a bunch of my life. And then as I got older and I had adult kids, I saw that it's actually a problem for other people too. And then I learned how to have better interactions by practicing what I now call consent skills. And basically those are hearing no graciously, saying no confidently, asking for what you want clearly, and um, collaborating with others to make sure they feel comfortable to do the same. Um, But there are a lot of things that get in the way of that. And the reality is many, many of us have a hard time saying no, even when it's a low stakes situation. Many of us have a hard time hearing no, and many of us have a really hard time asking for what we want. So we could all get better at these things. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm a I'm a pretty um, bossy person, as my friends would say it. But I also am just, you know, in my personal life, learning how to say no to helping so many people, because that's what I feel like I was put on this earth to do is help people. But it's been coming at a, um, you know, it's been hurting my health and my well-being and my stress level because I want to make everybody else happy. So I am so excited for you to be here and to be learning about this on, uh, you know, not just as the HR lady, but just as Wendy Sellers as well. So thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah. um, One thing that um, I stress is that to me, hearing no graciously is actually the key consent skill 
um, that I teach. And but it's based on the foundation of understanding that many people have a hard time saying no, and that it's normal and common for people to have a hard time saying no, there's a lot of reasons for it. We want to help people, right? We don't want to let people down. We want people to like us. We uh, don't want to cause conflict. We might be afraid of what might happen if we say no. You can sit with people and come up with a list of reasons why people have a hard time saying no, and you could be there for a long time. Yeah. Um, and also, sometimes it's impossible to say no if we're having a freeze response, which is another thing I teach about. Um, so understanding that many people have a hard time saying no, and that you might be interacting with someone that has a harder time saying no than you, because that all depends on how we were raised, where how um, we fit into the power dynamic. There might be a power differential between us that makes it even more difficult to say no. Um, also understanding that the person we're with might have a harder time than us asking for what they want. And by looking at consent as a more collaborative thing, it's like, how are you and I going to interact? How are we going to create this interaction together rather than I'm going to try and get what I want and I'm going to ask for permission. And then if I don't hear an emphatic no, then I'm just going to go for it, which is a lot of what we've been taught so far yeah um, and that leads to a lot of problems because of all these factors that make it more complex one thing that drives me bananas is when people say consent is simple um you know if it's not a yes it's a no and the reality is even sometimes when it's a yes it's a no right you know um we say to young people only an enthusiastic yes is a yes but um we really have to practice understanding what that looks like when someone isn't enthusiastic or understanding how that feels when we aren't enthusiastic. That's another really important consent skill is being able to check in with ourselves and notice how we're feeling because many of us have been taught to shove everything down, just get by, just do what you have to do, get by. Don't, you know, if you feel bad, never mind, shove it down, just keep going. And so we get used to that. And then when we're in these moments where it's actually really important to check in and figure out if we're a yes or a no to something or figure out if we want something, then we're not able to. It takes effort. And so that's another thing we could all get better at. Um, and also understanding that it's normal and common to be unsure and that there are things we can do when we're unsure, when we're a maybe. Absolutely. Thank you for that. And JC has some stats he wants to share with us. I actually okay. do. Yeah. You know, in regards to saying no, it does have a huge impact on our overall mental health because it allows us to value ourselves more. It helps us prioritize ourselves and can even lead to new opportunities that we would not have had if we simply agreed and said yes. And it allows you to set your limits. This all helps create company culture. And 46% of job seekers consider company culture to be a deciding factor in the application process. 88% of employees believe that a strong company culture is essential to overall business success. Yeah, thank you for that. And thank you so much for listening so far. This has been episode one of our five-part series on consent culture. In our next episode, we're going to talk about training and workshops to help everyone, but um, including the youth in our nation. So thanks for listening to us, and we'll be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. 
We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.